Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, Masters of Sex fans. Welcome to the Masters of Sex After Buzz recap show. This is the season premiere for season three, Parliament of Owls. And with me, Adrian Snow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing tonight? Yes. I, I, I started with Masters of Sex fans. I wonder if they have a certain name. So many of the shows I do here, like the fans have, have like, like a particular name. I don't, you know, I've I've watched the show from the beginning, and I can't say I've ever heard anyone with a Masters of Sex name. What? Sex, Sextonian? Sex, Sexto- yeah, sex, okay. Sex, sex, I don't know. You know what, if there's Ooh. one, tell us, and we'll, we'll come up, and we'll call you that yes. from now on. But, <laughs> right. uh, Masters of Sex back, very excited, very excited to be on this panel this season. And, uh, you know, maybe we should start with a little bit of where we had left off last season. Yeah, I, well, I I do say it's very interesting that they always jump so far into the years and in, in between seasons, because it's been, I guess, four years it's been, since yeah. season two. The last episode ended with uh, Kennedy's inauguration, so I guess that's January of 61, 60? I think the election's 60, so the inauguration's right. 61. Inauguration, right. And exactly. so, and now we're put into 1965. Yes. And... It, it, it's always a little bit when a show takes a major time jump, and this is like you said, they always they t- they jump, but this was the biggest yes, jump it was a very of all. Jump. And it always takes a minute to kind of get adjusted to this. And this one, particular, seeing the kids so great, I was not expecting. I guess you know I had kind of forgotten about Henry and Tessa last season, with the exception of just the the custody battle that yeah. Libby, or, I'm sorry, Virginia had at the end. But I never felt like I really saw the kids outside of that. Maybe a few moments with Tessa and her. But uh, Henry, I kind of just like hadn't thought about, and I hadn't realized how much older. Yeah. You know, they were going to be. I was like, oh, I thought they were like five last time we saw them. Yeah, they're not the, uh, they're not the adorable little kids that we left no. off with. They have grown up. Um, but when we, when we start in this episode, we get right into, there had been a lot of resistance, particularly from Bill about mm-hmm. publishing the work and getting the work out there last season. He had sabotaged the whole television yeah. thing because he didn't want to put it out there. But when this episode starts, they're about to have a press conference with the release of their book, uh, Human Sexual Response, and yes. about to face the press. Yeah. So another big jump for for uh, uh, Bill. And what's interesting is the episode, the way it's structured, we get to see kind of what got him to the point of being willing to actually go in front of the press. Yeah. It was, it was nice to kind of see, well, nice and sad to kind of see him come full circle. You know, you heard, you learned so much about Bill's history as a child and his relationship with his brother last season and the abuse he suffered from his yeah. father, um, which is actually very true from the, uh, real bill masters he suffered a lot of abuse from his father and so to to see that reflected in his relationship with johnny 
and how adorable and just like wise Johnny was. I was yeah. like, oh, like, this kid is great. Um, but to see him kind of come full circle and to, to catch himself in that moment where I think even in the previous season, he had said something along the lines of refusing to apologize to his father. Yeah. And in turn doing the same thing to Johnny. It was, uh, it was sad, but it was also really great to see him have the realization and to allow that to kind of ignite him to, to be more open to the book. Yeah, that he can, he can, he can catch himself. Something his father clearly never did. Like he's, He's, look, Bill's never been a great parent. He's never wanted this either. He didn't, you know, even in the early season when they were trying to have kids and stuff, he never really wanted this. And even when they finally had John, he never even wanted to hold him. Like, yeah. he was always so awkward. He just with blatantly Bill. lied about, you know, uh, Libby's fertility, uh, even though he was the problem. Uh, and it was, so it's been fascinating to see him just in this very episode, how far he's come from season one to, you know, not wanting a child to turning on the music and just playing music throughout this, his son wailing in the background last season. Yeah. And all the way to, um, to picking up his daughter at the end of the, of the show and yeah. carrying her back in. It's so. Although, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to give him any parent of the year. I'm award. saying <laughs> I'm giving him, I'm giving him a little bit of credit for, Kind of being able to acknowledge like his own issues. And yeah. It doesn't seem like this is a man who's unaware of the fact that he's not a good parent. Um, you know, he's not blind to that. So it's just been fascinating to see that growth and also his relationship with Virginia as well has changed a lot. What I've always loved about the character is here's a man who is supposed to be the expert on sex yes. and sexuality and stuff. And he's never even been comfortable with any of it he doesn't want to talk to to tessa about it he doesn't want to i mean he still won't even share a bed with his wife yeah you know he's a little more comfortable with virginia as we see in the opening scene but he's still and and i don't know how much of that is still his lingering views on his own sexual feelings Mm -hmm. or how much of it is just how cooled he has become about the relationship with his wife which is basically no relationship at all well, it, it never seemed like the relationship was really passionate to begin no, with. They always had separate beds. They always had separate beds. You know, they pushed the beds together to have sex. And whenever they did have sex scenes, it was like him staring off into space and her kind of look, looking down. Uh, and it's, you know, even with Virginia, when they have sex, it's kind of become clinical in a way, especially for Virginia, who in like the very first episode, I recall her, you know, Going down on, oh, uh, what is his name? Nick oh, De- uh, De- yeah, Ethan. De- yeah, Ethan. Ethan Haas. Thank you. Yes. Um, going down on Ethan yeah. and like being really sexually open and fluid. And that that opening shot between her and Belle, it's like a clinical thing of like them discussing the press conference and her yeah. not being able to sleep. So she just like riles him up to have sex. It's very it's although, fascinating. Although we don't co- do come to find out she's got some other things on her mind you that know, we get to at the end of the episode. she's got a few things <laughs> just a touch, but it's like the, how they've gone about, how they talk about sex with each other, even when they kind of have that little S&M episode last season. Yes. Where it was like, touch yourself this way and all that kind of stuff. It has become very clinical and that has been definitely affected by the research that they've been doing. So, Maybe this year 
they'll get back to a little we'll bit of the back. motion. Even with the uh, the the setup of the of the lab in their office now, it looks like a bedroom or like a you know a hotel yes. room. So it's nice to see that kind of change from the clinical coldness. Well, it's interesting, and you mentioned that Bill and Virginia's relationship. I mean, at the beginning of this episode, while they're watching this couple who are clearly going with uh, on with uh, intimacy uh, impotence issues mm-hmm. that Bill had had, that mm-hmm. he's very familiar with, they're doing the the sexual touching instead of actually having sex. Uh, they've clearly changed. Not only the practice, a lot like you said, they had the, the bedroom. They clearly have been helping people. We find out just in kind of in a quick throwaway line, yeah. Lester has kids now. Married with kids. So clearly yeah. he got through his issues. They helped him. But the way they talk to each other, I mean, I don't – it's like they're not even hiding it anymore mm-hmm. around there. They're talking about like, oh, we're all going to the lake together. And mm-hmm. she knows like, oh, he likes oatmeal right now. He's been eating a lot of oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Like things like that. And their demeanor is so much like a couple as they're heading up there to yeah. the lake with the book. And if you didn't know any better, you might think going into the beginning of this episode, oh, these two are together now and Libby's out of the picture. That's what I thought. And then I kept looking at their hands and I kept seeing that Bill was wearing a wedding ring and Virginia was not. And I was like, I'm kind of confused. And then he, when Libby came out and kissed him on the lips, I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 they are like kind of cohabiting kind of. Uh, polyamory. Yeah, they've got well, got a little interesting flow well, going on there. What's interesting about it is because we know Libby knows. Yes, and Bill has just got to be in denial about Libby knowing. But but they are this one weird family. Yeah, you know, I don't even want to say. Well, it is weird because because there are too yeah. many secrets and lies still going on well, between all of them. I'm curious to see if this season, if they are going to play up the whole type of secrets and lies. Because at the at the end, just to touch on that, when Libby just admits to Virginia, like I've always wondered what it's like yeah. to be with you after she kisses her on the lips. You know, it's. Uh, that does not seem to me, at least between Libby and Virginia, that there's any real secrets. I'm sure they don't blatantly discuss things, but it, they seem to have a very keen awareness of like what the other does and does not know. And just even her pleading about, I don't want my children to suffer like your children have suffered. And I feel like that scene... I mean, obviously, it's the first time we see this. And I'm going to assume because of that, they haven't had a conversation like that in the four years, Mm -hmm. that it's the first real acknowledgement of... Do you think so? I think so, because it's such an important moment between those two characters where she's kind of calling Virginia out on her having this affair. But I feel like they... They both knew the other one knew, and I think this is the first time it was being verbalized. But they always Maybe. they always knew. Yeah, I, I I feel like they've they kind of I feel like they kind of hinted at it, or Libby hinted at it to Virginia. Excuse me, last season. But I don't know. I I got the feeling that within those four years, it was just kind of like this agreement that they came upon, where they could acknowledge it because they were. I mean, they have been since season one kind of very close, yeah. strangely close for two women who didn't really know each other that well to begin with. Um, and so to see them get to that point where she can crawl into bed with her and talk about yeah. it, I don't know. I feel like it, it's been kind of touched upon before. Maybe Libby's never been so direct about it. Yes, yeah. it's definitely that because you could see the look on Virginia's face. She's a little taken aback with, I think, how direct she's being about yeah. this. Basically, 
you know, you have this affair going on with my husband. I'm aware of this. We're all could be happy together, but don't take him away. Don't take the family. You yeah. break up the family unit. Um, and you know, you you mentioned that also. It's about the whole family. She's like raising Virginia's kids in a way too. She's the yeah. aunt. She's Aunt they, Libby that's now. That's so crazy. That's, she like uh, drove yeah. Tessa up there, and she knows what um, uh, Henry's Henry. doing and everything. Well, I, I thought it was really interesting at the beginning of the episode because you see them in their separate hotel rooms, or you see them together in Virginia's hotel room, and then Bill goes off to his hotel room and makes it look like he's been sleeping in there. Yeah. And it kind of made me think, well, if. George has Henry and Tessa and Libby takes care of Johnny and Howie and Jenny. Like how much time do Virginia and Bill spend with their respective families? Yeah. If, if it's gotten to a point where, you know, George tells Libby, I'm not going to come up or I'm going to be up late or, you know, he's talking to Libby as if she is a co-parent as well, then it's almost as if Virginia and Bill it, it's it's mm-hmm. like they're all married, like George. And like, it's true. You know, like, and it, it's just kind of fascinating to watch this dynamic happen because going off of season one, never would you think that one Libby would be okay with this, and yeah. and that even Bill would be okay with it. Well, you know, Libby, you talked about Bill evolving, and I think there's no character who has evolved more in three seasons of television that I've seen than Libby Masters. Oh, because really? when the first season started, I got to admit, I wasn't a fan of the character and it had nothing to do with the performance. It was more like she was this very, like, you know, she was the prototypical 50s housewife. Yeah. And she even called him, like, daddy and stuff, which was just odd. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it made me start to not really like her. But then, as she's starting to become a little more authoritative, and then last season, having that big kind of a, a sexual awakening. Basically, yeah. she had good sex for the first time. I was really fascinated by what they did with Libby last season. Because uh, I definitely didn't like Libby uh, especially when she washed up black girl's hair, I was very, oh, that was very angry. <laughs> but um, to see them jump from that to her having an affair with the girl's brother, it, it, it was uh, I. It was fascinating to kind of watch all of that go down and to see her kind of have good sex for the first time. And you don't see that on TV a lot. No. Women having really good sex. No, in this, in, <laughs> so. and you hadn't seen it from that character. Yes. And now, and and you know there is. You know, not just... Well, I mean, we're all kind of skipping around anyway. Yeah. She has that breakdown. Yeah. Uh, and then she starts... Since we're talking about her mm-hmm. affair, uh, she has that breakdown, and then she starts talking a lot about civil rights yeah. and the civil rights movement, which was kind of the ongoing thing in history that had the specter over all of last season kind of in mm-hmm. the background when they moved to the black hospital mm-hmm. and then her affair and getting involved in the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's so concerned about the people. Do you think that's to signify that she, this affair is still ongoing? Do you think Robert, who she had the affair with, they're still together and she's worried for him? I think Robert is dead. Like uh-huh. that was the feeling I got because it seemed like the way she was acting, it seemed like someone who was suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. Okay. Uh, and just, like, the way she reacted to Henry, like he could have died, that it was so strong that I was like, oh, I think Robert died. That's a good prediction. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, 
and that would explain, yeah, that would explain why she's more more of the reasons why she's self medicating. You know, yeah. she had this one good thing in her life. This yeah. man who kind of made her happy did what Bill couldn't. Okay, I like that. Yeah, that's uh, that was just kind of the feeling I got, and especially, it, you know, it, it seems incredibly overwhelming to kind of be raising three children under the age of 12 essentially by yourself yeah. you know and so that on top of the fact that uh the man that she was having an affair with i don't know if they were really in love or kind of- at the very least i can't imagine the affairs ongoing because i mean that's a long time Four for years. her to be keeping i mean i guess they can i mean but yeah. bill and virginia have they work together yeah. which is i mean when they're having the affair that's research you know, yes. so Research. which he was in denial about for the longest time too, and I feel like, do you think he's fully accepted that it's more than just? I mean, right now they fully accepted that it's they have a relationship and it's not a working no, relationship. I don't think they do because Bill didn't attempt to go to Virginia's room. During the lake. And he could have definitely done that. Snuck in, you know, later in the night and then snuck out in the morning. Uh, I I don't really... And even how they talk about things when they are having sex, it comes down to that kind of clinical way. It just doesn't seem like these are two people who have really accepted the fact that they're in an affair. Even with Virginia and the conversation she has with Libby at the end, you know, it's not like this is a mistress talking to a wife. It's like a friend... Slash co-worker of a husband well, talking to the wife. Well, Bill also, well, you know, to the point of the hotels, Bill does have to s- still be in complete denial that l- about Libby knowing because otherwise why get two hotel rooms? Why yeah. keep up the Well, the that's shine. also, I think, or maybe just for the for professional aspect. Yeah. yeah, the public aspect. They don't want people assuming that they are two sex researchers having sex with each other, even though that's completely true. The other thing that Virginia is dealing with in this episode is that she wants to go back to school because yeah. she knows she if she doesn't get her degree, all those critics that we keep seeing when they keep cutting mm-hmm. the four months forward to that press conference uh, are going to eat her alive, basically, mm-hmm. that she doesn't have the credentials. And it, it does happen to a point, but he, we find out he did let her go back to school, which, yeah. you know, which I mean, let her, you know. It's, well, you know, it's an interesting commentary about um, – the bill that they portray in the show, I know that he was a forward thinker, but maybe not as quite a forward thinker as they make him in the show. Um, but even the conversation that they have in the car, he says, you know, I might have kind of tried to shy you away from going back to school, but at no point did I ever stop you from going back to school. The only reason you haven't come back is because of you. Yeah, uh, they have some interesting commentaries going on with that, just in terms of some of the lines that Libby is, or Virginia is saying during the press conference, in terms of feminist commentary, or even they kind of lightly brushed upon the whole idea of of rape culture. Yeah, just like, do you think a woman can say no? And Virginia's response was very much a response to the the whole thought of like you know, that a woman is kind of a property of a man, even though the woman did go back and correct her and say, no, I just meant in terms of like basically being slut shamed if you do have sex openly. And the other reporters basically are insinuating like, well, if you remove any of this social fear about Mm -hmm. sex, like as if it's going to then be a free for all and people are going to feel like they can't. And she has the line. She says uh, that they do not believe the removal of fear, uh, Oh my god, I can't read my own notes. Oh no. <laughs> the removal of fear 
uh, is the destruction of values. Yes. Or whatever. So, Which is I, so... I've noted myself to death here. No, no. It, <laughs> you know, they... Hearing about it now, especially just living in present time and hearing about how we discuss sex from people who are essentially descendants of Puritans, uh, it, it's still very much like the same type of conversation. Yes. And to hear the things that she's having to defend, like even having to defend her right to be there, even when they're in the car and she says, you know, um, Darwin is not going to have it hard as, as hard as I have yeah. it, half as hard as I have it when we do this press conference. So they, they touch on a lot of things in that way that you, you just didn't assume like those were the type of conversations people were having. Like, yes, it's a very forward thing to do to have a human sexual response, a book on human sexual response. But it's, it's also interesting to see how it still kind of mirrors today that we're still having those same conversations. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. not, we haven't, I mean, sex is more of a thing that's out there now. I mean, look, we just watched a show where we're actually watching people have sex right? on TV. Yeah. But we still get tied up in a lot of these puritanical things and mm-hmm. conversations and fears about sex that they were trying to make us feel better about in the 60s. Yeah. So it's progress takes a while. Well, it's something that also Bill said towards the end of that that particular scene. He said something along the lines of, you do not need fear. Like, this is not something that's new. This is a part of who we are. You know? Yes. It, before the Industrial Revolution, a woman would go out to feed her husband in the farm, and they would have sex under the tree. Yeah. You can say that, but <laughs> I can. Have sex under the tree. And so that's just a returning to who we are, and... The the true thing that you need in a sexual relationship is is the truth and trust. And I, I think that that speech he gave at the end was really great because I think it sums up a lot of, you know, early on, Virginia says, like, we are the sexual revolution. Yeah. It's because we're people like us who are doing this research, we're ushering in the sexual revolution. And I think that kind of also summed up a lot of those ideas mm-hmm. that I'm assuming in the season as we get into the late 60s, we're really going to be seeing yeah. pushed more forward and forward. <laughs> but uh, back up at the lake, yeah. Bill, when they do arrive, there's this great chaotic scene mm-hmm. that I loved when he goes in and the kids are fighting and he's he wants to, again, just... Look, deal with his book, proof the book that mm-hmm. they're going to publish. He he won't get into any family stuff. Mm-hmm. He kicks the kids out. I mean, immediately it's that kind of demonstrative dad that, you know, we're worried that he's going to become. Yeah. And he, he makes the kids go outside. And he's fighting with Virginia. And he's complaining about the room because uh, Tessa had already called the room. Yeah. That, that he was in because yeah you can't have like 15 year old girl and 17 year old brother sister no, sharing like rooms that. at this point yeah. they don't like that well you know it's it speaks a lot to talking the talk but not walking the walk yes and and i will say this even for myself you know i like to think of myself as a feminist and all about human rights and women's rights. But even I will do stuff where I'm like, oh, that is archaic. Yeah. Like, I've kind of given into the society that I live in. Yeah. And that's kind of just, it's it's fascinating to see them, how they interact with their own families based off what they know culturally, even as they try to fight it in their work. That's a great way to explain it. Yeah, he's still, he's having trouble shedding those puritanical things. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. We, there are things that we do or say that we don't even think about. Mm-hmm. That just because we've been, it's been ingrained, and we don't necessarily even mean anything bad about it or abuse exactly. against. Yeah, 
And that's a great example for, for some of these characters in the 60s there. Um, so the other thing we find out, Henry does make it up to the cabin. Oh, God, Henry. And there's a great scene, which, again, also was the thing that made me really mess with my head with the time jump. Like, oh, my God. Because she walks in, Virginia walks in on her son, Henry, having sex with some some woman, woman from up by the lake. Yeah. Uh, and... There's this really great comical moment where she, like, leaves the room and then she's, like, heavily stomping. <laughs> like, then, oh, I'm here. Like, yeah. I, I'm here. Is anyone here? Well, that's very nice of her, honestly. I don't know if m- most parents would <laughs> would let him try to finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaks to her being a sex researcher. I, I thought that was really uh, a great play against the conversation she was having earlier with Libby and Bill about talking to Tessa about sex because it kind of spoke to that kind of archaic viewpoint of like a woman needs to have a a, a talking to about sex, the dangers of pregnancy, the dangers of venereal disease. But nobody (laughs) talked to Henry about it. Henry is banging a chick left and right (laughs) before they even get to the house. So even that was kind of like, oh, that's really funny that Tessa, who she needs, she needs to talk. does need a talk. She does need a talk. But, you know, Henry probably needs to talk, Henry too. Needs to talk like, too. Well, throughout this episode, the Henry character, and, and, you know, we should say at the end of the episode, there was kind of a disclaimer about how the kids, although Masters and Johnson are like, it's paralleling things that really happen in their life, the kids are fictitious. Yes. And, I mean, I know they both had kids before mm-hmm. they met, but... I, I assume that they've now taken a lot of liberties, yeah. particularly to address certain issues of the day, including Vietnam, which is clearly, if civil rights had a big specter over last season, this season it's going to be Vietnam. Yes. You hear them talk about it on the radio, and then what we find out later when uh, Virginia and Henry get into a fight, and he does he does that driver, they called him an asshole, he was not an asshole, no. Henry stepped out into the middle of traffic, not it, looking. And I knew they were going to do that, I'm like, oh, he's you going to get hit by a car, because, yeah. you know, he keeps turning his back to the street, and, uh, yeah, so to have him, you were going to say. Then he's, when he's at the hospital, he, there is an army recruiter there who he had had business with in town that day. Yeah. And it turns out he had talked to this guy the year before. And he is planning on joining the army. And, you know, Vietnam is just really getting yeah. underway in a big way at this point. So it's I'm curious to see what they're going to do with that. It is a very different. Uh, well, it is very different. It's a fictitious storyline of their children. But um it is something to bring in along with the fact that they are entering or have already no they're entering the sexual revolution so at the same time how those things play out in terms of their personal lives and their work lives will be interesting to see it'll be great to see the juxtaposition of the two generations too because here like you said we have these two people who are more sexually progressive than most people Mm -hmm. most kids parents in the 60s but they are clearly going to be some things that the children do that that yeah that virginia is not going to be thrilled with i know? never expected uh well they kind of hinted at it a little bit this episode um but i just didn't really expect tessa to throw herself at bill there was bill. A, there was a moment in the car yeah. When she was like, oh, you think I'm an adult? Yeah, uh, that's kind of like where I was like, uh-oh. But he diffused it enough, and that scene ended on, like, a light enough note that yeah. I'm like, oh, she's not good. I, I didn't... 
I didn't expect her to actually make a move on him. Yeah. Granted, she was she was Drunk. hammered at the time. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, I, it's I, it's just funny because it's like he does for someone who is a sex researcher. He comes off as so sexless. And I'm not speaking to Michael Sheen. I think Michael Sheen is a very attractive man. I'm just talking about his character. Yes, yes. But but it it is kind of like, you just said that he is the last person on earth that you would ever want to have a sex talk with. And you just, like, grabbed this man. Um, So I don't know why they played that up. I'm I'm curious as to what they're, if they're going to do more with that. I hope not. Well, is it, I mean, I don't know enough about Tessa at yeah. this point. Could it have been... I was it just it, that he was there? I, or I do think you think it, it comes from this whole thing where, you know, clearly they've had an on-again, off-again close relationship with their father. George is around, then he's not around, then he has custody, but, then he then he's clearly with, the, with his marriage dissolving. So do you think there's also father issues that she's playing out with Bill in some creepy way. I don't know. Maybe in the in the past, George did say that he spent he had been taking care of the children, had full custody for, custody for the past four years, yeah. and he only recently gone through a divorce. So it, it might be playing into the fact that her father is also dating an eighteen year old. That's um, true. So they kind of just threw that in there randomly. But the the relationships that the kids are having are interesting because Henry is dating an older woman. Yeah, uh, and so I don't know if that plays into Tessa's mindset and her desire to be seen as an adult woman, even from taking a drag of her mother's cigarette, the, the, you know, pouring the drink. Yeah, but she's got that teenage. I mean, it's almost it's almost too on the nose. Like when yeah. they're playing the when they're playing the board game life, well, and she's like, "I hate life." <laughs> you know, it's like so. It's a little. Th- yeah. There were a few things in this episode that I thought were a little. On the nose, but mm-hmm. I also think that was trying to readjust us to the the time jump yeah. and get us back into the season and, and check where everybody's at. Yeah. But what's great about the scene with Tessa when she goes to to kiss Bill, and I'm I'm with you. I hope that isn't like an ongoing yeah, yeah. thing. Too many shows have been trying to get me to like be okay with older men having romantic relationships with 15 year olds and i'm like you need to stop (laughs) i am not okay with this what are the show is the americans oh i don't watch the americans well i I know i'd like it no um the husband in that show he was tasked with seducing like a 15 year old oh geez i was like i just can't i can't do this please don't do this and they did they didn't really go they kind of like stopped it and just made it disappear but stop it stop it stop it but the, the great thing about that scene is that johnny walks in on it yeah. he sees her topless kissing him he's bill's pushing her away yeah but he sees this go down and he runs off and and i think it's only natural that bill's like i have to explain this yeah. to my child but johnny doesn't want to hear any of it mm-hmm. he doesn't want to deal it and he has a great moment where he calls bill out on his BS, yeah. where he calls him a freak, amongst some other things. Yeah, it's, you never kiss mom. Yeah. And he, other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, so it's interesting that the kid, and I don't know how old he's supposed to be at this point. 12, because he was, he's, or 12 or 11, because he was born at the end of season one. Okay. Okay, so, so. Over that course of time, so like 11. So his whole, the way he, his his views on on relationships and women and things like that have all been s- sculpted by 
the way his mother and father have been, which is yeah. basically a not, they're not affectionate at all. Yeah. He's clearly closer to the mother, but he's clearly trying to be close to the father. He has the little, little moments where like, you know, his father's not playing life. He's not playing life. Oh, should we have dinner now? Should we, are we going to eat dinner together? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. We need to the whole family. Like, like, God forbid he has dinner with his son. And it kind of all comes out in this moment. Yeah. And that's when we were talking about the great moment you were talking about where he goes down on the dock and Johnny takes the book. He takes this book that he's been working on all week. And I knew something terrible was going to happen to that book. That was beautiful, though. Because... From the moment he's like, I'll be careful with. Like, there are so many moments. You don't have that many moments in an episode of be careful with that thing without that thing getting destroyed by the end of it. It's like the gun in a play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, yeah, it is a great moment where he just throws the book up Mm -hmm. and it goes off into the lake. Yeah, I I thought it was really nice. You know, I, I know personally I don't have a lot of experience with kids, but it's, you forget, like, how wise kids can be and how observant they are especially you know um and how they kind of take after their parents and and just the the moments that they had leading up to that of like when he drops off the coffee for his dad and you can tell he like wants to just talk to his dad he just wants to he wants to him to explain like what is the human sexual response and and maybe he is a little too young to have that conversation but maybe he isn't a little you know too young to have like some type of conversation along those yeah. lines and so to have those moments build up and to do it so effectively for the first episode you know to not have it something where they had to show his relationship with Johnny over yeah. the course of all time you know you kind of just get the feeling that they aren't very close. Uh, he's definitely, though, his father's son. Yeah. He is definitely his father's son. And, and Bill is struggling with the idea of becoming his own father. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned wise. And the episode's called Parliament of Owls. Mm. Owls, very wise animal. Yeah. Which, uh, apparently, they, they call it a parliament of owls when there are multiple owls because they're wise animals. Mm. And, I guess, in theory, parliament's wise. Yes. But, uh... uh these they're also solitary creatures and you know we see bill trying to be that solitary creature and we see his son is a little bit that way taking after his father but at the end of this episode and i don't necessarily think it's going to work but he's trying to bring the family together and the way he does it is he tells libby we're going to get more cop more 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 galleys of the book and i want you to Read it. Read it. Mm-hmm. Which is the first time we've really seen him let her in. Yeah. On what they're doing and the research and stuff like that. Yeah. He's kind of maybe hinted about it in the past, but he's never really directly spoken to Libby about it. You know, I don't think, I think she even wanted to participate in the, the research. Yeah, at one point. And he refused. It, it, so it's it's nice to see him have that change and, you know, to really have that um, that response to Johnny when he says, you know, I'll never apologize to you. It's yeah. just, that's such a bold thing to say to your yeah. parent, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see like where that goes, especially from the revelation we have at the end, the very, very end. Yes. Of, uh, Virginia. Mm. Very end of the episode. And you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those moments that there are little clues throughout the way yeah. she's, she's, uh, talks about eating and her going to the bathroom and her, her dress isn't all zipped up mm-hmm. and the way she reacts to 
when the woman brings up pregnancy as being in the the woman from Ladies Home Journal brings up pregnancy as being mm-hmm. like the ultimate like you know thing you might be trying to avoid yeah. with sex, and Bill puts it all together and at the end basically calls her out like you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, there's just no way that. You know that <laughs> Libby's gonna get what she wants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's I, I don't. I'm, I want to know what they're gonna do with it because they they are very open to talking about um, like abortion on the show. Yeah, and I I don't I don't know if they had a kid together in real life. Yeah, that fact. I I, I mean, I I'm know not, they all had children separately. I would. I, I imagine maybe they did though. I don't think they did. I mean, I don't want to. I know. What eventually happened to the relationship? Yes, so that, I'm not that's spoil it. That's pretty much what but, I'm up to. Yeah, I don't know whether yeah. that's something we're supposed to. Although it's one of those things that, yeah. like history, you know. Well, but I, I don't think they had children together. So, and I don't know how old Virginia is at this time. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how they touch back on. Um, <laughs> reproduction. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The, the question is, you're right. Do they end up? Having this baby, will there yeah. be an abortion story? Will there be? I mean, she could have a miscount. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, a lot of well, things. Well, abortion can happen is also still illegal, which they kind of touched on first season. First season, they touched yeah. on. He gave someone. Yes. He, he tied someone's tubes after she was in an abusive relationship. But yeah, the um, yeah, no, that's that that's that's something interesting that I wonder if they were going to try to take on. Yeah. In some way, this this season. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, we were talking about how that's going to play out, and clearly the the jig's going to be up with uh, at that yeah. point. You can't hide that, and Libby's going to know. You can't hide that for forever. No. Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, look, Virginia's still having her own problems with her kids, like we said. There was one scene, trying to talk about some other characters we don't see all that much of in this episode. There's a scene with uh, uh, George, mm-hmm. who... Um, he is equally worried about about uh, Henry, going. Henry going to Vietnam. Yeah, I keep I keep almost saying Johnny Henry. Yeah. All their kids' names end in what? Johnny, Jenny, Henry, Howie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, he's very concerned about that, and I'm wondering how much we'll see of him this season. Yeah. We have uh, we only have a little bit of uh, Betty at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, running the office there, but with she's, her new sixties hairdo and yeah. everything, I was like, oh yeah. She's always been the most uh, exactly of um, all the characters. No, yeah. So it, I think once, especially once they get back in the office, it'll be interesting to see how the dynamics really work outside of their vacation time together. Um, Henry, I'm not sure what they're going to do with him. If I would hate for the for the season to end with Henry dying, that I think that'd be. Sorry, I jumped but, way but forward. But you know what? Much like, you know, you said the Chekhov's gun thing. Yeah. I feel like if you send a character to Vietnam, and then you also specifically tell us what happens to the kids are in this show isn't what happened to their kids in reality. <laughs> it makes me think, they're gonna oh, die. they're going to kill them. Yeah. Or something could yeah. happen to them. I mean, you send a character to Vietnam. Well, I guess that's not always the case. I think Mad Men sent some people to Vietnam, and they didn't die. It's mm. Joan's husband. He didn't die on oh, that show. he's show. a doctor. Yeah. So he wasn't, like, out in the... He wasn't fighting, per se. Yeah, I, you know, and we'll see what they, what they do with that and how they touch on, on his storyline as well. Well, talking about seeing what we're going to see in the future, do we want to talk about some predictions yeah, for what go we're going to be getting? It. Yeah, yeah. And 
now, you're after Buzz TV predictions. Well, because it is a show about real people, sometimes predictions I'd imagine on this show are are interesting about their relationship, yeah. where things are going to go. But what, what, do you have any thoughts of what we might be seeing either in the next episode or this season? I think uh, I'm not. I don't want to really comment on next episode. I mean, there is obviously going to be a response to Virginia being pregnant. Um, overall, I think it's it's there's going to be a big divide between the families. I think there's a reason why they showed us with the family all together and how far they've come because all that's just going to, you know, explode throughout the season and just with her being pregnant. And I think eventually it'll come out that Libby did have an affair. And, uh, you know, I'm curious about uh, Henry's girlfriend and the fact that she has a baby not yeah. a kid but a baby and that he was there last summer so we'll see oh that's true oh yeah. so is he the oh that's i didn't even for some reason i didn't think about that mm. although that seems like an obvious thing yeah that's that's a good catch um you know i guess the season as a whole uh, is gonna deal a lot now with not just their relationships but they're gonna have to deal with fame also this yeah. season, they're going to have to In deal with, mm-hmm. you know, now we're we're past this press conference, the book's going to come out and the world's going to be talking about them. And yeah. how do you continue doing this research with all that fame? How do you, you know, now reporters and stuff are probably going to look into a little bit more about Masters and Johnson and yeah. find out, like, maybe they find out, oh, these researchers have been having an affair. Maybe stuff gets out that way. I don't know. Maybe, but it's a different time. You know, I think we've kind of gotten used to people's lives being invaded there's, there's the moment no, they get uh, fame. There's no TMZ yeah. uh, in Paparazzi 1965. isn't quite there yet. Yeah. Okay, so they could, they could, uh. We'll see that, we'll see. Uh, another thing, it was like another little throwaway line, but I feel like nothing's a throwaway line. Virginia talks about her parents moving to St. Louis. Oh, God, yeah. So, and it's like this kind of out of nowhere little discussion, which makes me again assume we're gonna meet Virginia's parents this mm-hmm. season. You know, we've seen Bill's family in the past. Now, getting to Virginia's family a little bit more yeah. would be interesting to see, and and the relationship they have with uh, her parents might have with the grandkids. Yeah, uh, Tessa's cl- clearly there's gonna be a big push pull between Tessa and Virginia this mm-hmm. season. Um, I wonder if she ever. Like I said, I hope Tessa doesn't pursue. Uh, what she was yeah, pursuing Bill. this episode more, but okay. I wonder if Virginia even ever finds out about that. I wonder if even Tessa remembers doing it, quite frankly, because mm-hmm. she was pretty drunk. Yeah, she was really at drunk. the time. You know, a lot of people self-medicating. Tessa's drinking yeah. heavily. Uh, Libby uh, uh, popping pills. Ass. Yeah, sign the times. I mean, it's still kind of sign the times, but <laughs> that's what that's what that's what the yeah. that's what the people are doing. Uh, All so, right. There you go. So I guess that's uh, that's our first episode. Yeah. Thanks for, for listening. Yeah. Um, before we go, uh, why don't you tell the people, I guess, where they can, where find, they can find you or if there are any other shows? You uh, I'm not doing any other shows currently, but you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M-S-A-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. Excellent. And you can follow me on Twitter at... The Real Will Link. And you can also listen to, I do a pop culture comedy podcast with uh, my friend Sean. It's called Will Sean Podcast. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's stupid. But listen to it. You'll love it. It's funny. We talk pop culture. Uh, so give that a listen to on iTunes. Uh, so until next week, thank you for listening, and we will see you then. Yep. Yeah.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.